Hello, everyone. Welcome to Huddle Up Podcast. And uh, it sounds a little different, and it looks a little different, but I promise you the spirit of the thing is exactly the same. Uh, not a live show. We are. This is a, a recorded show, uh, but I am here with uh, Mike Bernier. He is a uh, good friend. Uh, constantly, we talk sports together. We are part of the Take Three Wrestling Podcast together. Uh, fellow Washington Capitals fan and fellow hockey fan, so I felt it only appropriate as, as we head in uh, to the uh, the last week here uh, before the NHL season officially begins, uh, Mike, that we get together and, and, and do this thing. Um, it is the first ever, first annual, hopefully, uh, Huddle Up podcast uh, NHL season preview um, as... We get ready for the NHL season. We're going to be doing a few things uh, on this episode. We are going to be uh, – did Tom Brady's arm just explode? Uh, by the, I don't know if it exploded. Okay, he looked like he was grabbing his arm. For the record – no, That's why I grimaced at first. For, yeah, for the record, as we're recording this, uh, it is Sunday uh, Sunday night, uh, October the 2nd. We, we are uh, both uh, watching no, the, the, uh, the Buccaneers and uh, – and the Kansas City Chiefs, so yeah, he got hit pretty hard. Um, so if you if you see us get distracted on the video, because uh, this will be on the YouTube page, um, otherwise it will be on all podcast platforms. Um, you will uh, you will. That is why we get distracted at times. Uh, shiny objects, you know. That's how. I things... would also like to state for the record because I know a good friend of the show and portion of the uh, NFL version, Mr. Ernest Christian, will listen to this. Uh, my wife Luke, was like. <laughs> My wife goes, hey, where's my tool bag? And I go, Ernest ain't here. <laughs> that's um, that's a question I don't I don't know if a wife has ever asked a husband. <laughs> but that's a whole other story for a whole separate podcast. Um, I, I, don't, I don't fix things. Apparently, <laughs> the handy woman. Um, but yeah, we're going to be looking at uh, point total over-unders. Because in, in the National Hockey League, it's a little bit different than... Uh, baseball, football, basketball, because um, the obviously with with a uh, overtime win, you you collect a uh, an extra point. So um, we will be uh, we'll be looking at that. We're also uh, as we are both Washington Capitals fans, we're going to kind of do a uh, state of the franchise. Um, you know, in 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 light of uh, them being in our nation's capital, and and see uh, where the Capitals stand up. Where we are four years removed. Uh, from the Washington Capitals Stanley Cup run of 2018, and uh, we're going to look to see if, if you know, uh, with some of the offseason changes, if we think that they're going to be uh, have any opportunity uh, to win the Stanley Cup, and then of course we'll be giving our um, Stanley Cup predictions at the end of the show. So uh, excited to have you here, Mike, uh, for this one, and uh, hopefully it won't be the last time uh, we are talking hockey on this show. Yeah, I hope not either, man. I'm appreciative uh, of getting to hang out, and we're gonna have some fun with it, and we're gonna we're gonna dabble along from there and see uh, see if we can make the hockey uh, part of uh, everything moving forward. Absolutely. Now, before we before we jump in, one of the the bigger probably one of like the biggest changes from last year to this year, because uh, I don't I don't think there was really any major rule changes, anything like that. Um, but the we we saw it during the pandemic. Um, the, the bubble, uh, the bubble season and the empty arena seasons, uh, we saw helmet ads for the first time in the national hockey league. Now this season is the first time that, uh, we will see a, a Jersey sponsor, um, on, on some of the team uniforms. I don't know if every team is eventually going to participate 
there has been, I think, about 10 or so teams. Arizona, Boston, Columbus, Minnesota, Montreal, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Toronto, Vegas, Washington, and Winnipeg have announced uh, their jersey sponsors for the year. Uh, but it's like a small patch, top right corner of, uh, of the front of the jersey, the Capitals, uh, for their home jerseys and their uh, blue third jerseys. It is the Caesar Sportsbook, um, which if you, uh, I know you're in Florida now, uh, but if you ever get to uh, Capital One Arena at the phone booth there, the former phone booth, I guess we should phone say, booth. It's all, it'll um, uh, you can't you can't walk six feet without seeing some sort of ad for Caesar Sportsbook because there is a sportsbook in one portion of the arena, so um, makes sense for them to be the the jersey sponsor. Uh, I know a lot of hockey fans have gotten kind of bent out of shape about um, about the the jersey sponsors. To me, man, I like maybe just I'm so used to going to minor league hockey games and minor league baseball games and stuff like that 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 it doesn't it doesn't phase me one bit. I mean, I've been going Hershey Bears games since it's as long as I can remember. They've had um, PA Blue Cross Blue Shield as as their jersey sponsors. So like. It, it, maybe maybe I'm just so accustomed to it that it doesn't bother me. Does, does it does it impact you at all? The the jersey sponsors. Uh, I can give two fucks if you want to put a Timmy Hose logo on a Canadian jersey or not. To be honest with you, um, yeah, no. Uh, anyone who's sitting here worried about players putting a patch on, like, it'd be different if like players were putting like individual patches. Like, oh, Alexander Ovechkin sponsored by everyone. So <laughs> right. you know, he's, his whole thing is just going to be just a, basically a patch. It's not even going to be like the logo or anything. It's just going to be patches. Like, I get it. But team doing it, it's like basketball. You know, the Celtics with the GE logo, you know, the it, – it, 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 in front of the show, Craig, so we're sitting on the couch watching the game. Um, it, it is definitely a financial – Oh, thing. oh, it's definitely a money grab. I mean, there's, but there's, also, but at the end of the day, if every other league is going to do it, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm we've seen it in the NBA for for years now. I think I don't think it's long before we see it. Uh, well, Major League Baseball, I think, starting next season, uh, they're allowed a, a, a jersey sleeve patch. Um, I, I don't think we're long until the NFL has them. I, I I've said since the the when the Rams unveiled their new uniforms last year. They have that little patch on the left front of the jersey yep. that has just just says Los Angeles Rams. I'm like, you know what that is? That's a that's, that's a, a test for a uh, for a jersey sponsor. That's um, a placeholder. Yeah, w- without question, that, that that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that. So, um, yeah, it it doesn't bother me, man. Like, and and the thing I've often said too, like if you know, tickets are expensive enough. Like if if them selling helmet sponsors and jersey sponsors and a couple more sponsor ads on uh on the ice itself is, is going to keep the tickets from getting any higher, um I'm all in favor of it. So uh, not a big deal to me when I'm watching it on TV. You're going to be barely be able to see him anyway unless they uh you know show show a close up of a guy on the bench uh, on TV. So to me, really a non-issue, but. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's go ahead now, Mike, and jump in here to the, uh, to the point totals. We'll go and we'll work in alphabetical order. It's the easiest way to do it. Um, and we'll start in Anaheim. The Ducks last year finished, uh, 76 points in the regular season. 
Um, the uh, the kind of benchmark here, the over-under, is set at 78.5 for the Ducks. Mike, what do you think? Uh, over or under 78.5? Uh, is Gordon Bombay coaching them this year? Ah, uh, man, I think he actually has uh, his knee flared up again, so I think he's taking the year off. I will, I will <laughs> take a... Uh, I don't know that 78.5 is obtainable. Um, I know... They have a date with the defending Stanley Cup champions a bunch over there in the Western Conference of the Avalanche, uh, who we'll talk about here in a little while. Um, I'm going to go under, but I could see them getting there, depending on how the rest of the Western Conference kind of shakes out, because I know there's some question marks there. Um, I don't I don't love this line, by the way. I, I kind of hate this line. Like This is one of those where it's like, they could really end up with 79 or they could end up with 77 <laughs> right. real easily. Yeah. Well, and I think we'll see that with, with, with quite a few teams, but yeah, I don't, um, the, the ducks are one of those weird, weird organizations where, uh, they kind of came out of nowhere a couple decades ago, won a Stanley cup, dissolved everything, uh, put it all back together. Uh, I can't, did they win a second cup or they, they I know they made it to a final. Um, and then since then they've kind of just been floating in mediocrity again. So, um, it's, it's, it's really just hard to tell, but I, I think they're, they're really kind of a, a confusing organization that sometimes they, they look they really good. Okay. Yeah. I remember they made it back to a final, but I couldn't remember, um, if they, if they had finished it off. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to go with you. I think, I think we're looking at, at a slight under, obviously you can get, um, you can get on a hot run every now and again, but I, I don't, I don't see them being a, a dominant force. Um, all right, let's go to. And I, I, I still can't believe I'm saying this. The University of Arizona State, where the Arizona Coyotes are taking home this year in the 5,500-seat arena that uh, the Arizona State Sun Devils play in. Um, 57 points last year, Mike. 66 and a half uh, is your over-under this year. Go ahead. Did they pick up like goaltending end scores? I, I, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. I don't know where they're getting... Uh, I don't know where they're getting th- this this uh, this many points. Very confused on what just happened. Like what? Um. Yeah. No. Uh. Also, can we just move this team back to Qu- Quebec? Oh my God! Anywhere, Quebec, Hartford, fucking anywhere that gives a crap about the game of hockey. I, I, hold on, I'm looking up. I'm looking up their their transactions right now. So. Yeah, I just pulled him up. Like, there's nobody on this list that screams to me. You know, they got Bukestad from Minnesota. Um, Josh Brown. Yeah, I mean, Jonas Johansson oh. from Colorado. Like, Jean-Sebastien D. You know, they lost, they lost a veteran presence in Phil Kessel. Um, like, I just, man, I like, I, I don't, I don't see what about anybody that they acquired. Um, screams almost 10 more points in the in the season i mean unless you're telling me that logan cooley and connor geeky the the two kids they drafted at three and 11 are going to be offensive goal scores as centers coming in on their rookie year but still that's 66 is a lot yeah i'm gonna go under um i i mean if these kids come up and, and and you know let it let it eat like maybe but i'm not i no faith that's gonna happen 
Yeah, I mean, you, you got to hope youth continues to develop, but it, but but ten points, basically ten points, because you know if, if they're going to go over here, they're going to be ten points better than last year. Um, that, that that that's a tall task for a team that, uh, yeah, like I said, they're they're playing in a college arena, and I don't know, dude. May, maybe we're totally wrong on this, and maybe the the students of Arizona State are going to show up and uh, do cake parties in the in the stands. I don't know. I mean, honestly, like at least it would be a ruckus environment at that point. That's what I'm saying. Because, dude, could you imagine if you'd been in college and they would have told you an NHL franchise is playing on campus 40 games a year? Uh, that would have been freaking great for me. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but we, will, uh, we, will, we will certainly see uh, how that plays out. All right, let's go to Boston. The Bruins uh, last year finished with 107 points. Uh, this year, the over/under line set a little bit lower, ninety-five and a half. I'm looking at their transactions right now to see if there's anything that I love. Um, they got David Krejci back, or was that no? That was the end of last year. I be- now I believe is he? No, it's just now August eighth. Yeah, yeah, he re yeah he resigned for the year. See, they didn't do anything great in in free agency. I think they were a team that was kind of strapped with uh, with salary cap constrictions. Um, but you know, Patrice Bergeron's coming back like always. So, uh, what's the number? Uh, it's ninety five and a half. Are they the favorites in the East? Um. They, I think they're they're up there. I mean, I think they're considered to be a playoff team. I don't I don't know if they're a favorite. I mean, I know uh, on this list um, that I'm looking at, it looks like Carolina. Well, no, they have Toronto as the highest point, uh, the point taken. Now that doesn't take playoffs into account, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, they have they have uh, Carolina. And Toronto definitely ahead of them, uh, Florida as well. So they're you know they're they're near the top of the pack, over under. Um, so the the common the common theme here, um, when you when we when you look think about this, uh, the divisions. You mentioned Carolina. You mentioned Florida. Uh, DC is going to be in that division, as is Tampa Bay. Toronto's really the only you know, like super, super like strong team. Well, in the, in the Atlantic for Boston, in the Atlantic, you have, you have Boston, Buffalo, Detroit, Florida, Montreal, Ottawa, Tampa, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. They're in the, they're in the Atlantic with, uh, with Boston. That's stupid. Um, like why wouldn't you put them in the same division as Tampa? Like what the fuck are you doing? Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go slightly under. Uh, I'm going to disagree on this one. I think they're going to go slightly over. I like they they have a similar roster to last year. You got Krejci back. You have Bergeron back for another year. Um, I mean, Florida's going to smack you around a bit. Tampa, Toronto, but um, I think if you can hang around, you're going to get near that hundred point mark. There's also a lot of bad teams in that division. Uh, Buffalo, oh, Detroit, yeah. Montreal. They're bad. Ottawa's going to be a toss up. We'll obviously get to them here in a minute. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think I think Boston can do enough um, within that division that that I think they can get slightly over. Um, I don't know if they're going to get back to the 107 they had a year ago, um, no, but you know, 
96, 97, 98, you know, it might be might be a slight over there. Um Buffalo, speaking of bad teams in that division, uh Buffalo 75 points a year ago, 78 and a half is your over under for for the uh for the Sabres. 78 and a half. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? 41-year-old Craig Anderson is the only goaltender right now. Uh, uh not great. Active. Not Currently great. Active. No. Um <laughs> Malcolm Supon, the 28-year-old Canadian, is currently injured, so he's not active on that roster. Um, yeah, they're not good. They're not going to be good. Um, I'm good on the under on this one. Uh, yeah, not good. Yeah, you know, and it's weird because there, there's a p- few points like last year where uh, Buffalo, like, the, you know, the Caps are going to Buffalo and lose like 4-1, you know. But then again, Capitals goaltending last year was a nightmare. So, um, oh. you know, there's points where Buffalo looks like they're they're getting everything in line. Um, but I just I just don't see it. I, I don't. I, I think they're going to continue to struggle. Um, I'll go a slight under uh, as well with you, Mike. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't think they're I think they're going to be the same. Basically the same they were. Uh, yeah, they're going to they're, they're going to be mid at best. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a great that's a great uh, uh, assessment. All right, let's go to Calgary, our first team uh, north of the Canadian border uh, for this prediction. Uh, we have last year they were at 111 points. Uh, this year the over under line is 102 and a half. I am going to take the over. I'm going to snap over because I believe the addition of Jonathan Huberdeau and Mackenzie Weger from Florida will be a big addition to them. Um, I, I get it. They gave up uh, Matthew Kachuk. Um, but I, I don't necessarily know that Kachuk really fit the offense that they wanted to run. Um, Huberdo and uh, Weger both fit the, the scheme that, um, you know, Daryl Sutter likes to play with. Uh, they also, you know, they got they, they got a couple other really good pieces there, um, and I think that this team is just gelling more and more and more. Um, do they lose? I don't think they lost anybody really big this offseason, right? I don't. Uh, I don't Besides believe Chuck. Yeah, I don't believe so. Let me uh, let me pull them up quick here, just to uh, just to verify. Um... Johnny Goudreau signed with uh, Columbus. Yeah, I mean, Good Branson, Goudreau, uh, some of the bigger names, but nobody really, uh, nobody really jumping off the, uh, jumping off the page. Cal Yarncrock uh, was solid, but but again, n- nobody that I think is going to move the line. Goudreau's the only one that 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 may hurt, but the addition of of Weger and Huberdo, I think. Yeah, yeah. Limit limit the damage there. So I think I think that it's this one's uh this one's a snap over for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, th- th- this they're one of those teams that was uh, a feel good story last year. I think they're going to continue to be um and and yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take the over here. Uh, I they're think also it, they're also another one that's in a really bad division. Yes. Yeah. Anaheim, the Kings, the Kraken. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of garbage in in that in that division. So they're going to be yeah. able to beat on a beat up on them and uh the team a team we're going to talk about here in a couple seconds. Or a couple minutes uh, that won the Stanley Cup a year ago um, is not going to. I don't think is going to be as strong. So I think Calgary has a possibility to uh, to take home ice um, 
completely in the in the Western Conference. So that'll be uh, that'll be the thing to watch for them. I don't think I don't think it's a question of beating that uh, one hundred two and a half. Uh, all right, Carolina last year one hundred and sixteen points. The Hurricanes um, had one home ice in the uh, in the Eastern Conference. Um, one hundred three and a half is your over under line for Carolina. They had what last year? They had one sixteen last year, and one hundred three and a half is your is your number for. This I'm game. gonna I'm gonna take the over, but I'm gonna say barely. I don't love the fact that they lost Max Domi. I don't love the fact that they lost Vincent Trocheck, You know, Nino Niedermeyer, guys like that. Um, but they did acquire you know Brett Burns to help with the defense as he goes for a Stanley Cup. Uh, Lane, Lane Pedersen, Max Packer, uh, Pacioretty. Pacioretty. Um, you know, so they got guys to fill those gaps of the guys that left. Um, I think Trocheck's going to be the biggest loss that they probably have all season. Um, but I still think that this team, Sebastian Ajo, um, you know, Frederick Anderson, once he gets healthy, you know, to, to pair up with, uh, Ranta. That 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 goaltending is pretty damn strong, um, and the young guys that they have are just getting better. Teravayan, um, you know, so I, I think that this is an over, but I could see it being like down to the wire. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. It's um, they they these guys are like a gnat that you can't get rid of. Like they mm-hmm. they are they just. They hang around, they hang around, and and they they, they do seem to be improving. Uh, yeah, as long as they stay healthy, I think they're going to hit this over a um, little bit. I I don't think I I don't think they're going to be as good. I don't think they're going to get to that 116 mark like they did no. a year ago. No, I'm thinking like 110 ish. Especially because early on, I think they're going to struggle. I think I think finding finding themselves uh, with the new roster is going to be big because yeah, they they did lose they did lose a a, a fair portion. Um, you know, like you mentioned, some of the gains they got back, but uh, yeah, I'll go slide over on on Carolina at that one of three and a half. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, sixty eight points a year ago, uh, sixty six and a half is your over under for the Chicago Blackhawks. I'm looking at their uh, their losses and gains from the off season. Uh, they lost good friend Brett Connolly as he went over to uh, yeah. Yeah, look, it, it looked like there was a lot of uh, a lot of movement, um, a decent movement out of uh, Chicago. Alex DeBrinket moved to uh, Ottawa. They got a lot of picks back. I mean, I, I think the I think the big theme here in Chicago right now is is uh, tear down and rebuild, and I think that's what we're seeing, um, which has kind of been the story over the last few years. They've gotten a lot of youth, um, both in players and coaching. Um, a lot, a lot of no names on the additions. I think the only name I really recognize on additions from a year ago, Max Domi and uh, Jack Johnson. Um, but yeah, and, uh, it's, and it's and it's and it's old Jack Johnson. It's not right. <laughs> so, uh, what was it? Sixty six and a half. Yeah, sixty six and a half. I'm gonna go under. Yeah, I'm with you. I really am. I'm with you. I, I think I was uh, trying so hard to find a way to like. Not- can I get the over? Can I get the over? Come on, give me the over. Um, yeah, I think 
what's the what's the what, what's the phrase you got to hit rock bottom before you start to uh, uh, start to go up and i think that's uh i think that's where we're at ladies here and gentlemen welcome to rock bottom yeah uh all right let's go to the defending the reigning defending stanley cup champions of the world uh the chicago or the uh, colorado avalanche 119 points uh a year ago 110 and a half uh mike is your over under obviously one of the biggest um losses to Colorado uh is their uh, is their goaltender um he is now in Washington which we will talk about uh you know in a little bit um uh he's not the only one yeah he's Andre Burakovsky to Seattle yeah Darcy uh, Kemper obviously. now with Washington Jack Johnson gone Nazim Kadri gone um that's right he's in Calgary um yep. that was another big addition for the mm-hmm. uh, for the Flames but a lot of offseason movement uh, for a team uh, winning their first Stanley Cup in a very long time. Well, let's 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 not forget that a lot of those moves then made the eight-year contract for Nathan McKinnon very true happen. Um, you know, they kind of panicked there. I felt like, oh, we've lost a lot. Let's at least sign Nate, so we know we got him to build around for the next eight years. Um, they lost a lot. And they didn't really fill in the holes. Um, that well. Um, what is it? One, you said one oh eight. It's uh one ten and a half. Yeah, I'm gonna go slightly under. Um, for me, I think I might. I I, I might go as man. It's tough. Like they did lose a lot. Um, they have a few really good teams. Oh, hold on. I I didn't notice that they actually acquired Alexander. Georgiev, the goalie from Dude, he have you seen him in the preseason at all? He looks like he couldn't stop a beach ball right now. Um, uh, which again, it preseason, you know, much like any sport, you can't take too much stock in the preseason, so not gonna overreact to it, but but he has not looked he has not looked uh sharp. We'll call that we'll we'll say that's the word. He has not looked sharp. But I don't necessarily know that I love Pavel Francouz. Yeah, yeah. Um, St. Louis is really good. Winnipeg's good. Minnesota's good. Nashville got strong at the end. Um, yeah, I, I, I was trying to make a case for the over cause I feel like we're agreeing a lot here. Um, yeah. but, but I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. I think they've lost a lot, um, from last season to this season, but, uh, we will see. Uh, I think, you know, they, op- I forget who they open with, but obviously they'll be raising a banner, uh, here in a little over a week. Uh, let's go to Columbus. 81 points a year ago for the Columbus Blue Jackets. 79 and a half is your over under for this one. I am going to go over. I think the addition of Goudreau and Branson are, are, are good acquisitions. I know they lost Oliver Bjorkstrand to uh, Seattle, but other than that, they didn't lose a lot. Cam Johnson. But, you know, he signed with an AHL team. Yeah, you know, I'm looking here, man. Definitely looks like they've added more than they lost. Um, yeah. Um, so, I'm going to go over. Uh, my only fear with them and not getting the over is they have to play Columbus. They have to play D.C. They got to play Philly. They got to play Pittsburgh, the Rangers. You know, it's one of those things where 
If they were in that division in the Atlantic with, you know, say take out Florida and put them in the other, and yeah. you know, maybe, maybe there's more, but um, I'm going to go over just because I think even, even if it's a slight over, I, I think that they're more in play this year than they have been in the past. You know, I, we're, we, we finally, uh, we finally hit a disagree, Mike. I, I think they, um, and that's the scary part is they, they've gotten better. Um, but I think the division around them has, has also gotten better. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that, yes, there's a couple bad teams here. Uh, New Jersey, the Islanders are a question mark. The Flyers are going to be flaming hot garbage on, on wheels. Um, but otherwise, you know, Washington's gotten better. New York's gotten better. Pittsburgh's kind of retooling. Uh, Carolina's really good. Like th- th- this is the, the Metro is the toughest division in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, you know, to me, there's no debate on it. Um, so Columbus, they've gotten better, but but I feel like they're going to be one of those teams that struggles to find their identity early, and that's going to cost them point wise towards the end. Um, so I will go a slight over or a slight under, excuse me, on Columbus. All right, Dallas Stars, ninety eight points a year ago. Um and the over under for the Dallas Stars for this year ninety two and a half. I'm looking at this roster and there's nothing that's like, like who are these people? <laughs> there's like nothing that's like, hey, you got to take me over here. Like there's just nothing that's like. Thirty three year old Jamie Ben is the captain. Like, <laughs> Anton Kudobin, good goalie. Um. Jake Oding Odinger, the backup. I don't know anything about him. Like, yeah, there's I, there's a whole lot of who the hell are these guys on on this Dallas Stars team? Who the hell is this guy? And the guys they lost, there's no one like that jumps off the page. It's like, wow, we really lost this guy. Damn, how are we going to rebuild? Yeah, there's... I'm going to say under just because I don't know that they can match the chemistry they had last year yeah yeah and and you know they've had a tumultuous couple of years you know they um they were they were right there near the top uh a couple years ago um and it just because they were they were in the finals in the bubble right uh was it yeah, they were they were in the finals. Um, yeah, they were in the finals in the uh, in the bubble. Um, which again, that was a, obviously a really strange year because you had the big you had the big layoff at the in, uh, the onset of the pandemic. Um, but yeah, that's because I was like, I remember them being like near the top not not long ago, and 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 it was they 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 made it to the to the finals. They lost to Tampa Bay. Yep. Um, but since then, it, it just, you know, you, you realize that that was kind of a, a moment in time sort of a situation. So um, they, they, they get to the bubble. They get to the, top, the the finals. The next season, they score 60 points, finish fifth in their in their division. And then last year, they run it back up to 98. Like, yeah, and they're they're okay. they're hot and cold. It's a it's a it, th- this year starts in an even year. Uh, yeah. Under. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll agree, I'll agree with you there. Uh, even if it's just slight, uh, they're young. You know, they're they're a developing team. 
Uh, the Detroit Red Wings, a year ago, uh, they were 74 points. This year's over-under for the Red Wings in their quest to, to try to make it back to the postseason for the first time in a long time. 84 and a half is your over-under for the Detroit Red Wings. You want to know why it's so high? Because they signed everybody? They, they They signed an entire new roster. Yeah, they really did. They signed, holy crap, 12, 12, yeah, 12 on the 13th. They signed a handful more of the next couple of weeks, over 20 new players. Now, obviously, some of those guys are going to end up in uh, in Grand Rapids and whatnot, but um, yeah, <laughs> my God, a uh, bunch of free agent signings. They also added um, a couple of more just um just uh to uh some re-up deals Billy Huso being one of those the goaltender but uh yeah a a a whole new look um to the uh to the Detroit Red Wings Mike so what do you think in here 84 and a half it's a lot though like even if this team takes three or four weeks to gel together 84 is a lot coming from what 66 last season Mm mm-hmm Jesus. So that means you're telling me that they're going to be six wins better? Yeah. At least? Yeah. Yeah. Because to get to, to get to 85, you're looking, you're looking five, I'm, you're looking five wins and an overtime loss. I'm going to go slightly under just because of the division. Okay. Okay. Tampa, yeah. Tampa, Toronto, Florida, you know, Boston. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. And here's the thing. If these guys gel together when we get back from the all-star break and, you know, they go on a run, like I could see it. But if it takes them that long to get rhythm and get going together, like there's going to be some games where they should have won that end up in OT losses or, you know, they lose outright and don't get any points. Um, So I think it's closer like it, like this one might be one of those lines that's actually a good line. Yeah, this um, feels pretty good. I I think this is a good. This yeah. is a, this is this this is a hard one to like. If you're betting, this is a hard one to bet because I think yeah, this, I think they have the number really close. Well, here's the thing: our good friend, student of the, student of the game, Mr. Kyle Nash, says, uh, "Don't bet it." This is one where if I'm sitting in Vegas trying to bet lines, don't bet it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go that slight under too. Uh, tough division to be in, but but like you said, some sometimes those youthful teams uh, will go on one of those hot runs in in December or March uh, that you don't really see coming, and and, and they'll overperform. Um, but I'm not expecting them to do it. Uh, could they do it? Absolutely. There's a lot of talent on that roster. Uh, looking up and down. I mean, Andrew Cop. Uh, uh, David Perron, uh, Jacob Verona was finally starting to come on last year for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, former capital there. So there, there's talent on this team. It's just a matter of, uh, if they can, uh, if they can put it together. Uh, all right. The Edmonton Oilers, 104 points a year ago, the over under line, a uh, 103.5. So they're basically keeping the Edmonton Oilers about exactly where they were a year ago. Mike, I will take the over. Um, I don't necessarily love the, the fact that they got rid of Zach Cassian to Arizona. I don't love it, but you know, 
Jack Campbell's here. Uh, they picked up Calvin Picard, Ryan Murray. Uh, they only lost really Duncan Keith in, in, into retirement. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he. I don't think he was a huge contributor a year ago by any stretch. Uh, other than that, they didn't really lose anybody, I think, of that much merit. Um, and it's another year of, you know, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Yeah. Um, Ryan Nugent Hopkins played really well down the stretch for them. Um, so, you know, those, those three guys are going to help propel that offense. And, you know, the, the problem is, is we have had a lot of teams in, you know, in the Metropolitan Division uh, that we've made the comment, you know, oh, can't give them wins against some of these teams, you know, because they're going to go back and forth. The Pacific is kind of the exact opposite of that. Um, Anaheim, who we talked about. Not that good. Nope. You don't know what Calgary Flames team you're going to get. Um, the Kraken still as a second-year team. We They're, don't know what we're getting from yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, I know they added um, some guys, but, you know, it's – it's Vegas, it's, Vegas, who we're going to talk about, like, they're a question mark. One year they're good. The next year they suck. Um, so, the, I think the Pacific is the division where you can sneak some, some wins very quickly in that division. Um, so, I'm going to go over – um, even if it's even if it's just 104 again, um, but I think this team's a little bit more closer to like the 108 to 110. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. I you know Edmonton people, you know, look, the guy's a scumbag, but Evander Kane is a hell of a hockey player. Um, well, yeah, it doesn't mean I don't want to like karate chop him in the throat. Absolutely, he's he's human garbage, but he's really good. He proved that uh, everything that he's worth. He got that four year deal from him in the off season. Uh, he proved his worth during the Stanley Cup playoffs. And like you said, McDavid, you know, he's only going to get better. Uh, dry sidles continue to develop. Um, yeah, I, I like the Oilers to go over. Um, I think they're going to do – I think it's going to be possibly significantly more. I think you're going to see them uh, – that Battle of Alberta <laughs> is only going to heat up even more, man. Uh, it, it's an ugly one. It's a classic rivalry. Um, the Flames a couple years ago went back to their old style. Um Red and red and yellow jerseys. The Oilers are back to the uh, to the royal blue and the orange this year. So uh, minus minus the HD TV and the video boards, uh, this this is going to look like a classic '70s line brawl when these two teams play. So uh, certainly going to look forward to that one. Uh, I think Edmonton. I think Edmonton does significantly over uh, that that 103 mark. Uh, the Florida Panthers. Probably one of your biggest surprise teams in the National Hockey League, good or bad. Uh, for them, it was the good. 122 points a year ago. Uh, this year, the, that over-under line settle, settles down a bit. Uh, they have it at 104.5. Um, good friend of mine, uh, super fan, as he goes by down here in, uh, what is it now, uh, F. What is it? FTA? No, FTX. FLA Live. FTX is where the uh, yeah FLA Live Arena. Um, I see him walking around with his uh with his jersey and his cape, and you know, being the super fan that he is. Uh, talk to him a lot um, about this team. Um, he likes the addition of Matthew Kachuk. Hated that it cost him uh Huberto and Mackenzie Weger, but I get it. Um, but they're a team that acquired a bunch of guys, uh, Michael Del Zotto, uh, Mark Stahl, um, you know, but they did lose Ben Sherry, Claude Giroux, um, Maxime Maximin, uh, you know, they lost, they lost some pieces. 
Um, so the question here is, obviously, 122 I don't think is in play. No. No, I don't think we're going to see the repeat of that. Because here's the thing. You, you had, they had to have known Drew – uh, Drew was a, as a rental, you, you knew that yes. you were getting him for that run. Uh, he did great down the line for him. Obviously it didn't result in a Stanley cup. And, and here's the thing. Um, Spencer Knight, Sergey Sergey Bobrovsky, you know, they both played out of their minds last year. Um, I don't think that gets duplicated. Yep. Um, one Oh four, like this is another one. This is a really good line. The um, stay away I, line. <laughs> yeah. This, this is the Kyle Nash special. Don't bet it. Um, that's what that's what I'm going to call it from now on. Anytime there's a line, Love it. don't bet. It, I'm going to call it the, the Kyle, Kyle Nash, Nash special. Um, so we're going to put this one on the Kyle Nash special board. Um, I will take. Ugh. Ugh. Just because of how bad I truly believe that that the Detroit Red Wings and the Buffalo Sabers are going to be. I will take a very slight over. Okay. Um, just to be different, because I think it's going to be close. Uh, it, well, I think, I think it, 104 is that. Is it that is high. without a doubt that Kyle Nash special. Uh, I'll agree. Uh, you know, I'll agree with that part of it, but I'll take that slight under. Um, a lot of movement on this team in and out. Uh, definitely going to be a new look uh, Panthers, but, uh, you know, yeah, one one thing we are not going to dispute is that they are not going to get back to the 122 uh, that we they, saw a year ago. They find ago. a way to get back to 122 this Holy year. Holy crap. Um, something fucking crazy happened. But uh, you'll certainly have to share the show um, with uh, with your with your buddy down there, the super fan, uh, and, uh, and get him on board listening to this one. Uh, and I do want to point out uh, the, the logo that you see here on the video – uh, we do have that on the Huddle Up store over at tpublic.com. One of 34 great designs uh, over there, so you can get your your shirts. Hey, we're going into hockey season, baby. Everybody needs a new hoodie, right? Got hoodies over there. We got uh, you know we got everything you need: t-shirts, uh, mugs, all of that. So uh, make sure you check that out, tpublic.com. You can find the link to that and uh, and everything else uh, related to huddle up uh, on the link tree on our social media at huddle up podcast on facebook and on twitter uh we continue on here in the uh in the over unders uh the los angeles kings 99 points a year ago 95 and a half mike is your over under for the kings i don't know what they did to make themselves better not not much <laughs> And with that, I guess I have to take the under then because they didn't really do anything to get themselves better. I mean, their their two offseason acquisitions were uh, Toby Pequette Bissian of the Lavelle Rockets in the AHL and Phoenix Copley of the Washington Capitals. Yeah, who spent who them. spent last year the last couple of years in in Hershey. So you know, um, I, mean, I get it. I get it. It's it's Jonathan Quick. It's you know, Cal Pedersen. It blows me away Ansei, that Quick is still playing. It's Ansei Kopitar. You know, it, it's it's the guys they have there, but I don't necessarily know that they did anything leaps and bounds to make themselves better. Um, again, this might be one of those lines, kind of like Edmonton, where it's like they're going to beat up on the Pacific a lot. Um, but I, I'm still going under. I, 
I think Edmonton blows the doors off of this fucking division. Yeah, ten years uh, from their first removed from their first Stanley Cup, Jonathan Quick, thirty-seven years old uh, this year. He'll be in in January. This, um, has, this has to be it, right? You would think, man. I, it blows me away that he's still in the league. Um, but yeah, I'm right there with you. Like I, I like there there was more there was more guys going out the door than coming in the door. Um, it's it's going to be close uh, again. They're in one of those divisions where you know you're you're heavy at the top with calgary and edmonton but but there this might be a playoff team you know at 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 90 at 94 points it could be a playoff team that you can sneak in in that division but i yeah i'm gonna go that slight under um but you're, i think you're gonna float i think 95 is a decent line i think you're gonna be floating right around uh yeah. right around there for the uh for the kings uh, all right, we continue on. We go to uh, the land of Thousand Lakes. It's Minnesota Wild. 113 points a year ago. 99. Oh, yeah, 99 and a half is your over-under for the Wild. The first team that we've looked up that have three active goalies on their roster as of right now. Huh. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Mark, I am. Uh, Zane McIntyre. Philippe Gustafsson and then Mark Andre Fleury. Um, again, this is another team. Uh, they flipped Cam Talbot for Gustafsson. Um, they didn't really do much in free agency. They lost Nick Bustad. You know, they lost Jordy Ben. What's the line? Uh, the line is ninety nine and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna put this one on the uh, the on the big board for the uh, Kyle Nash day. The fuck away. From yeah, there's me. definitely a few of those so far. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go slightly under. I just don't know, and, and maybe this is one of those where you know, 37 year old Mark Andre Fleury. You know, I get it. Uh, Gustafson's 24. McIntyre's 30. But if they're going to wield fucking, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury out there <laughs> more often than not, they're in trouble. Um, I mean, he's going to be the starter until the wheels fall off. He has to be. If that's the case, then I am definitely taking the fucking under. Yeah, dude, like there's there's talent on this team. They lost some. Um, every year I want to doubt Marc-Andre Fleury. He just keeps getting better. Um, so this is going to be, this is going to be the year where I go, all right, you, you sold me the bill of goods. I'm going to believe in you. So I'm going to take the over on Minnesota. I don't think they're going to get back to 113. Um, but I think uh, 100, 102, 103, something like that. Um, so that's my hope that the reverse jinx works again. Um, and, and everything just Mark Andre Fleury's legs fall off. <laughs> Because uh, he was a guy that was rumored to be coming to, could have been traded to Washington last year, and he basically said, "I don't want to fucking go there." Um, so that guy can kick rocks, as far as I'm oh, concerned. Yeah. Worked out better in, uh, on on our side, anyway. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's where we leave uh, the old bag of bones, uh, Mark Andre Fleury, <laughs> and the Minnesota oh, Wild, gosh. and we head north of the border once again. Montreal Canadiens last year, fifty five points. For the Montreal Canadiens, a team that in the bubble playoffs 
um, w- was uh, made it to the conference final. They lost eventually uh, to the Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning, but uh, two years removed from a conference championship. Um, and uh, or no, they made it to. I have that wrong. They made it to the finals. I think the year after when it was the Canadian division, didn't they? Nope, I lied. I lied. Um, I think it was in the bubble. They they had they made it to the uh, the, the the conference final. Um, regardless, Montreal Canadiens. The over under line uh, for this year seventy two and a half. So they have them improving um, by almost twenty points. Is Martin Saint Louis coming back to actually? Play is he suiting up, or is he just? Uh... Yeah, as far as I know, he's still just coach. I don't. I don't think he's pulling a Reggie Dunlap from Slapshot, and, and I mean, getting he, out on the he ice. Was, I think. I think the, the points might be in play. That's a that's a huge leap. Like what? Like I don't, and I don't know necessarily. What, I mean, they acquire Kirby Dodge, but they lose Alexander Romanoff. <laughs> they lose Jeff Petty and Ryan Poling, and get Mike Matheson. Yeah, like, there's Matt- not much. Madison Bowie added. I mean, you know, decent defender, but I, I didn't um, even hear that's a needle mover. No, no. Like, will they be better than fifty-five? I mean, I think they're better than fifty-five. You can't get much worse than fifty-five. You play eighty-two games. I mean, and you get three points for a win. Yeah, you get. You get. Yeah, it's. So do you have? I assume you're having the under with these. Yeah, I'm 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 definitely agreeing with you on the under. Better than 55, worse than 72 and a half, which is your line. All right, let's go to Nashville. 97 points a year ago for the Predators. This year they have the line 97 and a half. So they have them pretty much the same uh for the Nashville Predators, Mike. What do you think? Uh, let's see. It's like they just flipped mid. Basically. Um, I mean, it looks a similar number. Of guys. I mean, uh, let's see. Nick Cousins gone. Matt Benning gone. Uh, you bring in. You know, no, none of these names are jumping off the page. Mark Jankowski. Nita Meyer. Yeah, Nita Ryder. That's a good That's a good acquisition. Um, But but it's 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 a lot of uh, a lot of middle line filler. Yeah, I just feel like it's just a lot of mid. Um, And I think that that's something that this team has always done and found they're a great at being average out of those guys. Um, it, I mean, it all, it all falls back on Soros and um, Ingram and net um, Soros stood on his head at points last year. Absolutely. For Nashville. Um, oh God. Based off of the fact that they're in a division with a really good St. Louis Blues team, a really good Colorado Avalanche team, and a just getting better Winnipeg Jets team, I'm gonna go slightly under. All right. Well, then I will I will disagree, and go just that slight over. I, I I'm I'm a hundred percent in agreement, Mike, that that these that this team is about where they were last year. Um, pr- prove to me you're something different. But exactly. uh, but yeah, I will uh, I will agree. Uh, with that part, I will disagree for the sake of the show. 
Uh, I will disagree on the uh, on the, and I'll give the the slide over to Nashville. All right, we go to New Jersey. The Devils last year sixty three points. This year, the over underline on the Devils eighty eight and a half. So a huge jump. Um. From one year to the other, obviously a, a goaltender addition. Uh, Vitek Vanacek from the Washington Capitals, who I think was the most stable of the two. Um, Eric Halla from uh, from Boston. They had John Marino uh, from Pittsburgh in a trade. Um, some of the I mean, their, uh, their, their, their their big acquisition was uh, Andre Palat. Absolutely, yeah, Andre Palat added. Uh, Colton White, solid as well. Andrew Hammond as well. Um, the con- they, they they terminated uh, Kikorian and they lost obviously PK Supon just recently to retirement. Yeah, yeah, that was a big surprise. That was a big super surprise. shocked about. Um, yeah, uh, the Supon the Supon one is the one that I like that makes me want to almost take the under. Um, because I felt like he was like the stability, like the glue. He was. Um, so it's one of those where this is like, and this is one of those that's really weird. Um, obviously, we talked a little bit about Vanacek being the the more stable uh, of the guys. Um, but they're a team that has three goalies. Again, they're one of the only teams in the NHL that have three goalies on their roster right now. Uh, they also have Mackenzie Blackwood. And they have my not cousin but cousin jonathan bernier on their roster oh yes um so he's actually 34 i turned 34 in like <laughs> four days so it's weird like we might be brothers but we may not be brothers or we might be cousins <laughs> we may not be cousins i don't know it's weird um their point total last year was uh 63 and the estimation for this year is 80 88 and a half is your line Jump. That's a huge jump. Such a big jump. Um, this just means to tell me that Vegas thinks that the New York Islanders and the Philadelphia Phillies are going to be somewhere between hot and garbage, and it might be disrespectful to hot garbage. Um, I'm going to take the over. Okay. Because I think Palat moves the needle enough. Okay. Um, I'm going to go slightly under, I think they're going to hit 80 for sure. Um, I think like 83, 84, 85 is in play, but you know, again, we go back to some of the heavy hitters in that metropolitan division, Carolina, Columbus, even, uh, the Rangers, the Penguins, the Capitals. Um, I think it's just going to be hard for this team this year to, to make that, that big of a leap. Um, a lot. I mean, it, it it is certainly a lot. Um, you know, I think for Vitek Vanacek, I, I want I want as much success out of that guy as possible. I think he got a bit of a raw deal in Washington. Um, but I think it was also time for the Capitals to move on, and we'll certainly uh touch on that here in a minute when we get to the Capitals preview. But um yeah, I, I don't see them making a you know, a twenty five 26 point jump from from year to year so uh definitely improved but but not not quite uh a 90 point team yet uh all right then we go to the new york islanders uh 84 points a year ago uh this year they have the line at 94 and a half 
Mike, what do you think? Uh, we went to the Islanders. This is the Islanders. The Islanders. All right, let's look at their uh, acquisitions. Acquired Alexander Romanov from the Montreal Canadiens. And then didn't do a whole bunch of anything else. Then Char retired. Um, yeah, also new head coach Lane Lambert uh, promoted after the uh, kind of surprising firing of Barry Trotz at the end of last season. Um so Lane Lambert, new head coach for the first time, worked under worked under Trotz for years. So I, I think there's similarities there that you'll see from the from the Islanders, but um, definitely some changes too. Line was what again? Uh, the line uh, last year they had 84. This year the line 94 and a half. Under. Yeah, I don't I don't see them getting a whole lot better. Um, you know, Zidane Chara finally calls it a career at uh, 45 years old, um, but uh, was was still pretty fun for for the Islanders a year ago. Um, you know, nothing really, nothing really jumps off the page for me. And I think losing, look, we know we know what life after Barry Trotz looks like. Uh, New York, good luck. Um, we stay in New York, uh, but we get off the island. We go to Manhattan. It is the New York Rangers. Uh, last year, 110 points. And again, one of those surprise teams. Uh, the line on this one, they they pull them back a little bit. 99 and a half for the Rangers. I mean, they need to. They traded Alexander Georgiev to Colorado, traded Patrick Nemeth to Arizona, and Lindquist to the Stars. Um, I get it. They signed guys like Yaroslav Halak, Ryan Stomey, Vincent Trocek. Um, you know, they they made some uh, they made some moves. Um, they didn't really lose many guys, if any. Um, but then there's also some guys here that are just mid. Yeah. You know, it's a, again, it's a whole lot of mid. You know, obviously Luis Domingue, or Domingue from uh, from Pittsburgh. Uh, Justin Braun from the from the uh, Philadelphia Trash Cans. <laughs> That's what they're gonna fucking be. We'll talk about them yeah, in a little for bit. For sure. Um, I just don't know. Like, are, did they sign Yaroslav a lock for him to be the starter? Or are they gonna? No, go I think and... he's he's the backup there. Um... Is, is, is Igor Shekinston gonna be the starting goal? Yeah, Shesterkin. What a what a goofy name too. Uh, Shesterkin's <laughs> your starter there. Yeah, Halak at thirty, soon to be thirty eight, I believe. Um, no, he just turned thirty seven, so he'll be he'll be thirty. He'll turn thirty eight in the playoff run. Uh, but Shesterkin's your starter. I mean, I guess based off of that, I'm going to take the over. Um, I think I think I'm actually taking the under. Um, I don't like. I don't love. I like. I don't love. It's it, this. It's a hard line because look, last year, uh, Gallant came in. That he was the head coach of the of Vegas for their first two years. Mm -hmm. Um, he comes in and he's very demanding. Um, and he changed the culture in New York, but I think they're going to have trouble recapturing the magic of last year. Like they got hot to start the year and everything felt great. Now they're like expected to be good. That's a whole, that's a whole different world when you're expected to be good. I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of youth on this team, and uh, I think there's going to be some growing pains with the roster. So uh, I see them taking a step back. I think they probably still make the playoffs. 
whether it's the uh, like the number three team in the division or uh, if it's one of the wild card spots. Um, but but I think that they're, they're, they're going to be in contention. But I, I see them definitely taking a uh, a step back. Uh, the Ottawa Senators, 73 points a year ago, 85 and a half is your over-under for the Ottawa Senators. What the fuck did they do in the offseason? Uh, they added, uh, Alex Debrinkit. They added Cam Talbot. I know they signed, uh, Alexander Giroux, uh, to a three-year deal. Um, Klaus, Klaus Giroux. The Klau, Cloud Clout, Clout, Klaus Giroux. Uh, coming, uh, the hometown boy, uh, you know, he's a, he's a, he's an Ottawa guy. Um, you know, they, they, I know what they lost Delzato. Um, they told Delzato to kick rocks. They didn't basically they were like, get the fuck out. Um, yeah, they, they bought him out in July. Um, so to me, they, there's, there's more addition than there was subtraction. I think that the, the, the players that they added, and this is a team that was starting to develop a bit last year too. Um, so, uh, so yeah, what are you thinking? What is it again, Lauren? Uh, 85 and a half, up from 73 last year. I'm, I'm going to take the over. I don't think that Tampa is going to be the world beaters uh, that they have been the last couple of years. I think they come back to earth, and I think Otto can steal some games from them. Um, you know, obviously Toronto's Toronto. We'll talk about them in a little while, but, uh, that number feels very in play for this Ottawa roster. Yeah, I like it. I like that a lot. Um, I think Giroux going to add a, a, a level of leadership. Um, I think he's he's going to bring something to that locker room that that's going to kind of really motivate this team to be better because he's a guy that wants to wants that team to win. He's this is where I think he's going to close out his career. Um, yeah. So he he wants he wants to get the. I don't look. I don't think he's going to get a Stanley Cup in in Ottawa. Um, and, and maybe are, are them doing something crazy, you know, and maybe, maybe like in the last year of his deal up there, um, you see him kind of like he did last year with Philly where he gets traded at the deadline, uh, cause he knows it's going to be the end, but, um, he, he wants to get this team going in the right direction. I think that it starts this year and I like that over uh, as well. Um, speaking of the Philadelphia Flyers, 61 points a year ago, Mike, uh, the line on this one, 74 and a half. I feel like this Ow. is one of, I feel like this is one of the easiest ones we're going to do. How? I, I don't know. How is that line 74 and a half? Not a clue. Like, are they, are they assuming that, uh, that Tortorella is going to magically like wizard this team into some wins? <laughs> they, they signed basically nobody in the off season. They lost Oscar Lindblom. They lost Matthew Stromey. Like, there's just nothing here that's like, I gotta have it. But there's nothing on this roster that's just like, yeah, this is why we're gonna fucking have a shit ton of points this year. I'm taking the under. Oh, I'm taking. I'm hammering that under. I, I think if there's anything that's a lock on this list, I think it's the under with the Flyers. And I'm not, uh, I'm not saying that because I'm not a, I'm not a Flyers guy. Uh, being here in Pennsylvania and being a Capitals fan, um, I just think what, what was the what was the line about? Uh, who was it? Uh, Buffalo was it Buffalo? No, it was Arizona. That you got to hit rock bottom before you can start going up. 
Uh, the Flyers. Yeah, maybe, but you, yeah, you gotta, you're, you're gonna you gotta tear it all the way down before you can start. Exactly. Um, so you can't, you can't, you can't bet a house on a middle of a pile of shit. Exactly. So, I mean, out. Exactly. So yeah, I think I, I think Philadelphia is is going to contend one of maybe two or three, maybe four teams, uh, that are going to tend for the worst team in the league. Um, yeah. it's it's going to be bad. Uh, all right, Pittsburgh Penguins. Last year, uh, 103 points. This year, the line 101.5. Fuck them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Canadian pompous prick. Go back up there, you Canadian pomp. I hate fucking Sidney Crosby with fucking passion. He says that face. You just want to punch him in the face. It's just, I don't that, know why. He, it's, his face. it's just there's something about something about your face. Something Makes me want to deliver face. one of these right in your suck hole. Um. Yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm gonna go under. Like, I don't. Like, they didn't do it. Like, from a non-biased standpoint, like, I don't necessarily know what they did to make themselves better. Yeah, I think I think they're right there. Um, they're gonna be similar to last year. Um, but if you think I'm gonna say that the Penguins are gonna do better than expected, you're out your goddamn mind. So give me the under for the uh for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, the San Jose Sharks last year, the or the uh, the point total for the Sharks was seventy seven. This year, seventy five and a half is your line. So uh, they're looking about the same. I think the roster is looking about the no. <laughs> Kidding. Um, well, they lost they Burns. Awesome. They lost Brett Burns. Huge big loss for them. Yep. Um, let's see. They added Nico Stern from the Avalanche. Uh, they added, yeah, they, yeah. Lynn, Lynn Bloom was, was one, definitely a, a great young talent there. Um, I don't see a ton of outgoing talent with the exception of Burns. Um, so I feel like, yeah, I feel like that, that, that line's pretty close. I will go. I'm gonna go slightly over. Um, just to disagree, Mike, I'm gonna go slightly under. Um, but yeah, I I think that uh, it's the, I think it's the Kyle Nash special. Uh, yeah. stay away from it. Don't touch it. Um, because I think it's 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 gonna teeter right around seventy five and a half. Uh, all right, the Seattle Kraken, year number two of the Seattle Kraken. Uh, sixty points a year ago, eighty one and a half. Um, is your line for this year? They definitely approved in free agency. Absolutely. Brandon Andre Burakovsky, Cameron Hughes, Martin uh, Jones, Andrew, Justin Schultz, Andrew Pertoliski of Carolina, uh, Michael Kempney, Justin Schultz, both the Capitals. Um, they didn't really lose a lot either. Yeah, not not much. Connor Carrick, uh, you know, is. You know, utility defenseman at best. Um, yeah, I mean, they, I think they yeah. definitely improve. I think Burakovsky is going to be a huge addition to that team. And they and they acquired uh, Oliver Yorkstrand from Columbus in a trade. So, oh yeah, I missed um, that one. Yeah, um, I'm good with this team being over. Yeah, I do too, man. Um, I'm 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 right there with you. They they added not only did they add 
bodies. They added good bodies to this roster. Yeah. Yeah, and they, again, they didn't just fill the roster out to fill the roster out. They went out and actually got guys that Yeah, and again, they're they're in that division where you can make you can make moves. There there's a lot of play uh in the Pacific. So so I I I I like wow. Seattle. I like wow. Seattle a lot uh to hopefully make a move here. Uh all right, we go to the St. Louis Blues. 109 points a year ago. Uh the line here has them taking a small step back, 95 and a half. The hell happened to them? So they lost uh, Huso to Detroit. Um, They lost David Perron, uh, who was a huge part um, of of, uh, their roster over the last couple of years and part of the reason they won a Stanley Cup. But uh, they added Tomas Grice. They added Noel Acciari from the uh, from the Panthers. Um, Yeah, I don't I don't I don't see. I don't see any reason that that they should take that big of a step back. I don't see I don't see a three four loss difference here. I'm going to take the over. Um, I mean, unless you're telling me like yeah, because that's I mean that's that's a fifteen point swing. Yeah, so you're looking yeah you're looking three three four games you know a couple of those overtime games end up as losses instead of wins from a year ago. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. I'm taking the over on the Blues. I I, I still like this team. Um, Craig Berube still has them going in the right direction. Uh, you know, a couple years removed from their Stanley Cup, but but yeah, I, I like. I still like the Blues. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, 110 points a year ago. Uh, they uh, the, you know, Stanley Cup champions in 2020, 2021 as well. Uh, 110 points a year ago, 103 and a half is your line for this year. Um, so they definitely, definitely added more than they lost. I don't, and, and I'm trying to say, you know, I don't, I don't see a lot of losses on the roster. Um, so maybe it's just an incomplete um it's just an incomplete list here. Uh but you add Ian Cole. You add oh, okay, I see they have uh they have their their ins and outs on the same one because you lose Palat. Um, yeah, I was gonna say I, I Yeah, this one this one uh if you're looking on Wikipedia, it's set up a little strange. Um yeah. So you lose Palat. Uh, you add, I think your biggest add is probably Ian Cole. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a huge, huge turnover, but look, this team's played a lot of hockey over the last few years, man. Like, yeah, I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go slightly under just because of the wear and tear on guys like Vladimir Tereshenko, uh, or not Tereshenko, well, Andre Vasilevsky, you know, Steven Samkos. Kucherov like they've played a lot of hockey over the last yeah and and look everybody in that division is going to be gunning for him um so so yeah I'm going to agree with you on the uh the slight under they're still going to be one of the better teams I mean Vasilevsky by all accounts is if he's not the best goalie in in the world he's right up there so yeah if he's uh, not if he's not the the standard barrier um he's fucking close yeah 100 percent uh, all right, uh, just a couple more teams here for the over-unders. The Toronto Maple Leafs, 115 points a year ago. 107.5 is your 
line for this year. Um, they bring in Matt Murray. They lose Peter Morazic. They also bring in uh, Ilya Samsonov. So two new goaltenders in Toronto this year. Um, Callie Yarncroc they acquired from the Flames. Uh, players going out, you lose uh, Colin Blackwell, Jack Campbell. Um, I think those are probably your biggest names that you lose. Um, so a, a, a great team that in my opinion, Mike, I think got a little bit better. I'll agree with you on that assessment. Uh, what I will say is their concern the first two weeks of the season is going to be which one of those guys is going to be the starting goaltender. Um, I think that's going to be their concern trying to figure that out. Um, also personally, I don't necessarily know that I believe that John Tavares should be the captain of this team. Okay. I, think Austin, I think Austin Matthews should be the captain of this team. I think Austin Matthews is what makes this team go. Um, I get it. You gave Tavares all that money, so you kind of forced yourself into giving him the captaincy. Um, I don't think Matthews gives a fuck, but I definitely think that Austin Matthews is the guy that if you're looking at your future, he is the guy that you want led your team in goals, led your team in points. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to take the over on Toronto because I do think they got better. Um, you know, just from a just from a roster standpoint, I think they, they became better. Yeah, I think they got better. Now, will they, will they best 115 points, which they did a year ago? That I don't know. But I think they're going to do better than the 107.5 that, that this line is at. Uh, so I will agree and go over uh, for the over-under uh, with the Maple Leafs. Uh, all right, four more. We got three in the West, one in the East. We know who that one in the East is. Uh, but we will start uh, in Vancouver, British Columbia with the Vancouver Canucks. 92 points a year ago. And Mike, 92 and a half is your over-under for this team. We'll, we'll, we'll just move this right over to the Kyle Nash. Uh, don't fucking touch don't. it. Don't. Don't do it. Don't do it. They they they, they acquired mid, but they only lost mid. Yeah, it's like, it's there's the 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 ins and outs are again. It's a whole bunch of I've never heard of these players before. Yeah, <laughs> except for Yaroslav Halak. Right, right. Which he's a backup goalie at this point anyway. So it's exactly. not, and, and you only know that name because of how good he was in the past. It's not because he had correct. Yeah, he he wasn't lighting up the sheets last year. Um. So it they had what what was the ninety two and ninety two and a half is your over under for this year. Just don't. They're gonna find a way to hit ninety two and a half. Give me a push. <laughs> yeah, yeah so I'm not gonna find a way to get half a point. How do you get half a uh, point in the NHL? Uh, so the overtime game, we couldn't complete the shootout. The lights went out. The guy turned the lights off because he was tired of watching. It. A mechanical issue, and uh, we had to end the game in a tie tie. <laughs> um, I mean, I think the only real thing they have going for themselves is that they're in the Pacific, right? Agreed. Divisions somewhere between hot and garbage. Um, fuck. God damn it! Just, I fuck. I'm gonna go under just because I, I, I just. And I'll take the over just to fuck. be different. I'll take the over just to be different. So bad. <laughs> Uh, all right, we go to the uh, we go to the desert 
Let's just stay in this fucking division. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to skip over the Capitals because we're going to talk about them in a little bit longer form. Um, but uh, let's go to Vegas. 94 points a year ago. 97 and a half is your over under for this one. So again, basically the same. Now, one major change for the Vegas Golden Knights is uh, is their gray uniforms that we've seen them in uh, since day one are now the alternates. The gold uniforms are now their home, which to me should have been the jersey from the from the start. You're the Golden Knights. You're not the Gray Knights. You're the Golden Knights, and you're in Vegas. So gold should have been it from the word go. That's what we get this year. Um, looking down over this, you lose Pacioretty. Uh, you in a trade with Carolina. You gain uh, Phil Kessel, so he brings fat veteran leadership uh, to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Um, Phil went from one shit show to another. <laughs> there's a, there's a bunch of uh, there's a bunch of average players that came in. There's a bunch of average players. Uh, that left Mike. How do you feel about the Vegas Golden Knights? They scored how many points last season? Uh, they had ninety four. And, and this season it's it's ninety seven and a half is where under. you're going to take the under. I will take. I don't. I, I don't. I don't necessarily know where they got three points better. Yeah, I don't either. Like Phil Kessel's a great acquisition on a one year like veteran leadership thing, but Max Packer Max Packer Eddie was like big piece of their offense last last season right like yeah not, you know i'm just gonna be different i'm gonna take uh, just to just uh, so we have a few more d- differences in our uh, i will take the slide over but but i I'm, I'm kind of in line with you i don't but again a three-point swing from one year to the next really isn't that that big of a, a swing so so i don't you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily either way jump off the page at me uh, for Vegas. I still think the craziest thing this team has done uh, in, in their brief history was fire Gerard Gallant. Um, I know they kind of had a rough start. I think it was in what their third year, but that that looks to have been a, a huge mistake that they're still working on recovering from. Stupid. Uh, OK, our last team before we get to Washington, we go north of the border. One more time, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Um, and uh, we look at the Winnipeg Jets, 89 points a year ago. Jeez, every team in this division, 89 points a year ago, 88 and a half is your line for this year. Um, let's see, looking down over. You just put the entire Pacific Division on the Kyle Nash, don't fucking better. Basically, just don't, t- don't touch, just don't touch them. Um, let's, and if you do, make sure you wash your hands after. You, yeah, it's dirty. Um I think Sam Gagne is probably your biggest addition from Detroit. Uh, Kevin Stenland from from Columbus is pretty solid as well. Uh, leaving from year to year to year, uh, Zach Sanford, former uh, Stanley Cup champion in St. Louis, is there. Paul Stasny goes to Carolina, um, and that that's about it. Again, it, it's a lot of the middle of the. It, it seems like every team in that in that Pacific Division just swapped. Mid- Mid, mid the middle of their lineups to each other. Yeah, mid mid replacing mid. So we're gonna um, do we're gonna do this again. Whichever one you pick, Mike, I'm going to take the other one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go under just because I don't I don't necessarily know that I love anything that they've done. Cool. I'll I'll take the over. I'll say they get right back to eighty nine where they were uh 
last year. So so finally, Mike, we transitioned so, to the team. Can you guys saw me mid on the fucking Family Feud big board back here. Yeah, just just I just absolutely just there's the mid for the position. Yeah, number one answer. Um. All right, we uh we go to the team that is closest to our hearts. Uh, the Washington Capitals against Stanley Cup champions in 2018. They have failed to win a playoff series uh, since the spring of 2018. Uh, we are now in year three of Peter Laviolette behind the bench. I think this is a pivotal year for this team and for Peter Laviolette. Uh, but but a summer of change in Washington, and I think this is what uh, that team needed. You saw Vitek Vanacek get traded to uh, the New Jersey Devils, which we heard. Connor Brown gets traded in from ottawa you uh the additions and i'm going to run through all of them here you add eric gustafson uh from chicago darcy kemper from colorado of course stanley cup champion a year ago uh charlie lindgren is going to be your backup goalie uh he backed up the blues and led their uh ahl franchise the springfield uh thunderbirds to the calder cup uh this past year uh henrik bjorkstrom dylan strome from the blackhawks and from the Blue Jackets, you add Gabriel Carlson. Uh, players leaving. You lose Phoenix Copley to the Kings. We talked about him. Sam Sonoff. The other backstop for the Capitals last year goes to Toronto. Uh, Justin Schultz and Michael Kempney both head to Seattle. Brian Pinho uh, goes to the Devils. You lose Johan Larson, who was uh, in your minor league system. He is uh, playing over in Europe. Uh, Shane Gersich um is uh is now an AHL only he, which Gersich played a little bit in that 2018 playoff run when they needed bodies uh but he has basically spent his time in the American Hockey League so he is basically pretty much a non-factor either way um so so a bit of a new look roster uh Nicholas Backstrom Mike uh still up in the air he had off-season hip surgery um and and one of the most uh unreal things that I have heard because Nicholas Backstrom uh you know who has been with this team and a part of this team uh, through the, the tenure of the Ovechkin years, 34 years old, and, and he did an interview recently uh, after his hip surgery where um, he's now pain-free, um, and he said that uh, he's happy to do things like be able to tie his own shoes again. Um, so it's, it, you know, when, when you talk about hockey players being tough, sometimes we, we lose sight of exactly how tough these guys are. Um, but no timetable for uh, for Backstrom's return. Um, so so again, a lot of turnover. This is going to be a different looking Capitals team. Uh, last year they hit a hundred points. This year the over under line they have them at ninety three and a half. Mike, where do, where do you think the Capitals are at before you get to your prediction? How do you feel about this team going into the year? Um, I feel and and here's the thing. Um, two thousand eighteen. And I don't know if you'll ever get this uh, th this conversation out of uh, Nick Backstrom or you know Alexander Ovechkin, uh, but I feel like, and all pun intended here, because of who they beat in the finals, they sold their soul to the devil <laughs> in Vegas to win the Stanley Cup, um, and it's proven that uh, with Backstrom being dinged up, um, you know, and, and you know, no timetable on his return. Connor Brown won't play at all this year, according to TSN. Um, Carl Hagelin had eye surgery. Yeah, he, um, he missed most of last year, so you know. So there's a shot, but there's a shot we get him back early in the year. Uh, the one that hurts the most is is, is Tom Wilson. Um, 
with the ACL injury. Yeah, um, he he should hopefully be back January. mid-season, yeah. But that's the guy, he's your he's your enforcer. He's your guy that mm. you know, when he's when he's on when he's on the ice, people tend to you know, keep their head on a swivel and don't take liberties at, at guys like Backstrom and Ovechkin uh, that they normally try to do whenever he's, you know, not on the ice. Um, I love the acquisition of Darcy Kemper. Um, I think they looked at it as we have a problem, and the problem is, is goaltending in the playoffs, and they addressed it yeah. by going and getting one of the best available guys in the world. Um, and I think that's the reason why I think that this team – from a standpoint of if we get B to B plus Darcy Kemper, it's better than A to A plus Vanacek and Samsonov. Um, and I, and I truly believe that that's nothing against the two guys in net. Um, but I think that's the other thing that you have to look at when you look at the Washington Capitals last year. Um, they didn't do a lot to help the goaltenders out. Uh, defense really, just kind of let them have the middle of uh, of the ice a lot. Um, it was one of those things where frustra- frustratingly sitting there watching pucks get rebound, 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 rebound. Oh, they scored. You, you know, you can't give a team six rebounds and not get the puck out. Even if it's an icing, you got to get yeah. the puck out. Just, yeah, just, just give, your, give yourself a Reset. minute to breathe. Reset. Um, and unfortunately, that was something that didn't happen a lot uh, for the guys in red, white, and blue last year. Um, that being said, I'm going to take the over. Okay. Um, we got 200 points last year with like C plus goaltending. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, and we, and we come down points. Um, this is one, um, I, I truly believe that we're going to hit the over here. I think we're back at that hundred to 103 ish mark. Obviously, uh, our division is going to be one of the toughest ones in hockey. Um, probably ever. Uh, you could compare this to, you know, other divisions year year to year kind of thing. But with the goaltending here, like if I walked into this season and my starting goaltenders were Vanacek and Samsonov, I'd probably take the under right now. I agree with you. Yeah, I think they were they were two guys who were fighting for the same spot and um They were just well, kind of mid. The, the, what what the line, I forget I forget who um I wanna say it was Alan May who does uh does the uh, intermission reports for the the Capitals home broadcast? He tweeted out last year uh, that Samsonov makes saves but doesn't make stops. Van- Vanacek made stops but didn't make saves. So like Vanacek was your stay at home dude. Like if you come in, you it could be a sixty mile an hour wrister, it could be a hundred mile an hour slapper, but if it's coming at any traditional spot. He's going to be there. He's going to make the stop. But if he has to do something acrobatic, dead in the water. Where Sam Sonoff, he's going to do that one where he does a triple sal-cal, stands on his head, and the, the puck goes off the blade the blade of his skate. But mm-hmm. if you come in there one-on-one and just shoot an average basic bitch wrister, uh, it's going to go past him nine times out of ten. Um, so, yeah, I think the addition of, of, of Kemper. And here's the deal, man. The, the, the addition of, of Lindgren, the, the other goaltender that they added. So so it's a brand new uh, goaltender tandem. You know, Kemper's 32 years old. Uh, the Capitals signed him to a uh, a, a big, big deal uh, in the offseason, a five-year deal. Uh, but Charlie Lindgren, 28 years old, 
Um, you know, had has spent some time with the Blues last year. Was very good when he played in the NHL. But he also he also like I said he backstopped um, his the Springfield Thunderbirds to the Calder Cup. Um, so he has playoff experience. He's a young goaltender, three you know three years old. Now he gets to play. And it feels weird saying this because I remember him as a rookie, but as a 28-year-old hockey player, this guy now gets to play with Alexander Ovechkin, a guy who he watched as like a kid, as a youth. Um, so that's got to be exciting for him as well to, to have that opportunity. Um, and a team, like I said, you know, he, he's with one, he was with one franchise that recently won their first Stanley Cup. He comes to another one uh, who's trying to get back to that same spot. So um, I like this team. I like this team a lot. Um, obviously, I'm a fan of theirs, so that there's probably some bias there with me. Um, but I think that they're they're better, and that they have some yeah. new faces in town. They have guys that have come. You know, they have guys that came. Two guys that came from Chicago. Three guys that came from the Blackhawks organization. They have a guy coming in from the from the Senators organization. They they don't they don't know what it's like to be in a winning organization for a long time, and that's what this team does. So that's going to bring a spark, uh, absolutely. And then you get Tom Wilson back, who's a backbone of your team midseason. Uh, Alex Ovechkin continuing that run, um, getting closer and closer to um, you know to to Gordy Howe uh, and 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 his uh, goal record. Um, yeah, I, I like the over here as well, Mike. I I, I don't I don't see how. Um, I don't I see. Mean, I, I guess the real question here, and I guess we can transition to, the, to a little bit more capital. I do. I, w- I do want to highlight uh, Alexander Ovechkin currently sitting 100, 780 goals. Uh, he is twenty one away from second place all time. That's that's Gordy out. Gordy, and he's, and he's, ha- he's how many behind Gretzky? Uh, he is one hundred and fourteen behind uh, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> There, there is a huge gap between two and two and one, because um, I think he's because he has 20, he, 22 goals. He he moves solo um, into second place all time. Um, that's easily within shot. I think he gets that before the first of the year. Um, hundred percent, absolutely hundred um, percent. He's still going to have his his office in the in the playoff in the uh, uh, penalty shot or uh, power play circle. Um, so yeah, he's going to get there. Uh, I think I did the math when he signed his five-year deal before last season, he needed to average, um, I think it was like 38 goals a season over the course of the contract, uh, to be able to, to be able to, to, to beat Gretzky's record. And he got 50 goals last year. So he was 12, he was 12 ahead of the pace. Uh, going into uh, you know going into this season, so uh, obviously it's a thing we're going to continue to monitor. Uh, we uh, because of who I am, uh, I always update the the Ovechkin uh, goal records uh, when he when he breaks them. So uh, look for that on our on our social media pages. But yeah, Mike, let's let's transition here. The last thing we have to do on this episode is uh, let's look ahead. Let's look into the my, my question. To you before we before sure we absolutely does he does he catch Gretzky? I th- okay, this year and next year are critical seasons. I would agree. Um, because Alexander Ovechkin going in, if he puts up, if he puts up forty both years, yeah, if he goes forty plus uh, this year and next, I mean, he's going to be th- okay. He just turned thirty-seven. 
Um, so Father Time is not working well with it. And let's keep in mind too, because I've lost, seen I've seen I've seen people go, you know, like kind of question Ovechkin when he get there. Let's keep in mind that this guy lost his first season in the league to a strike. He lost part of another season in his early career to a strike. He lost, uh, what was it, 15 or so games in 2020 to the pandemic. And then the the, the next year was a shortened season yep. to the pandemic. So he has, he has lost, um, what? Probably two full, three full seasons. Three full seasons plus to uh strikes and and pandemic uh if we, if we weren't for those he he may already have the record beaten or or he might be going for it this or this he's season. damn close yeah he would definitely be in line this year because um he has look i'm never gonna count i'm never gonna bet against alexander ovechkin so for me i i say he's going to get it but it is critical for him to i think he's got to do 45 to 50 this year and like forty to forty-five next year, so you you got to be you because because you know he's like I said he's he's a hundred plus goals off the mark. Obi's got how many? Uh, let me pull it. Uh, let me seven. Let me pull it back up here. He's got seven eighty. Um, he's one hundred and four. He's one hundred and fourteen behind Gretzky. Yeah. If he pulls, if he pulls eighty the next two seasons. Yeah, so at 100, 114, if I can get my uh, calculator to open here, 114, if he gets, I say he, I, I'm going to, I'm going to put the mark in it. It's un- unbelievable to say this, but um, at, at 37 years old, but if he can get 50 this year, uh, that, that puts him down to 64. Um, so, you know what? Let's, let's be a little more realistic. Let's be a little more re- realistic. He's, he's a little older, Mike. Let's go, let's go 45 this year. That puts him at 69. Um, and let's give him, you know what? Let's even count father time. Um, next year, let's, let's go, let's go 38 goals next season. That means he needs to come back and do 31 at age 40. Um, to me, that's more than doable. Yeah. Um, he has to stay healthy, which again, I know Russian machine never break. Um, but, um, I'm I'm 37. Look, and I I am obviously in nowhere near the physical condition of Alex Ovechkin. Um, but we're getting older. Uh, you know, things get harder as you get older. So, um, you know, he missed a couple of games to injury at the, at the end of last year. Um, there's there's a lot of wear and tear on that body, man. He has he he has played a long time and he plays super physical. Um, I still say he's going to do it. I will never count count against uh, my captain. How about I you? Think he, I think he gets there, and I think he plays until I think he's that guy that wants to play till he gets it. Yeah, he had like I said, he has, um, he has. T- so he signed a five year extension, um, on July twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. So this is year two. Uh, after this, he has three more years. I think he is going to finish out this contract. He's going to finish out his, his NHL career in Washington. Uh, to me, 100, 114 goals over four years um, is, is, is absolutely doable. 114 divided. 
It, wait, it's got to be more than it's got to be more than 114, right? I did the math. Because that that because that that would only make him average 28 and a half for the for the remainder of his. Yeah. How did I lose the? Gretzky's got eight ninety. Yeah, no, you're right. One hundred and fourteen over four. Yes, average twenty eight and a half goals. Yes, twenty eight. That's that is more than doable. Absolutely more than yeah. doable. But like I said, I think I think this year is critical. I think you got to go forty plus because it's only going to get harder every year. It's only going to get harder. But correct because that because then his body can start breaking down more. Yeah, miss games due to being just drained. Or yeah, just taking um, a couple of days here and there. So I think he also needs to take advantage, and and this is something where. You know, and Peter, once we get closer to what's going on, he needs to be on the ice with open nets, empty nets when you have a lead. And, you know, he's got to be on the ice for those, you know, steal, steal a couple when you can. For you sure. Know? And it's, and I, and I think his teammates would be those guys that he'd be like, oh, look, Alex, here's an open net. Fucking put that bitch in the back. Let's go. Yeah. I think you're going to start to see him out on the ice for empty net situations a lot more. Than, than you have in, in previous years. And I think these guys are going to try and feed him the puck uh, as much as possible, which I'm here for. Yeah, I, a goal's a goal, man. Uh, for the number of games this guy has lost to things out of his control, uh, but let's put some bit, let's put some stuff back in his control. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Sure. All right, Mike, let's, uh, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead to next summer. I know we just started fall, but let's look ahead to ne- the, the, the beginning of next summer. Come Stanley Cup time. Who's picking up the greatest trophy in sports? I mean, obviously, I want to say it's going to be the one. <laughs> I mean, of course we do. So, look, look, we want it to be the Capitals. Um, I think, and I'm being 100% honest. I'm try- I'm taking the Homer glasses off here for a minute. Um, it's more than possible. This, this, like, this is a good roster, especially if you this can is, get- This is the best roster they've put together since 18. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's not one that jumps off the page as having a ton of superstars. You get Wilson back midseason. Um, hopefully at some point we get Backstrom back. Um, but An- Anthony Manth is going to continue to develop. The, like I, There's a lot of faith in me with the, with this roster. Um, it is in play. It is in pl- absolutely in play. Um, but let's 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 take the let's take the Capitals out of the equation. If not the Washington Capitals, who? I'll be happy as long as it's anybody that isn't that Canadian pompous prick, Sidney Crosby. Yeah, I don't see them making that run. Um, no, but it, it, looking at it from a from a perspective of, you know, truthfully on the table, I've narrowed my selections down to four teams that I think truly, okay. uh, outside of the Washington Capital bias, uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Okay. The Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Who's the fourth team? I gotta remember. Calgary? Gotta Was it the Flames? Uh it may have been Calgary. Let me let me double check my list real quick on the phone. Um Yes, it was Calgary. Okay. So, so basically, um, you have your your conference final as um, Toronto and Carolina, Calgary and Edmonton. Yep. Okay. 
Who I love Alberta for the fucking Western <laughs> Conference. Let's go. Um, you know what? It's been a while. I, I believe that the I believe Lord Stanley will return north of the border for the first time in a long time. I mean, if um, three out of your four teams in the conference final are of north of the border, you better damn hope it, it finishes north of the border. Um, so with that being said, though, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go crazier. I talked about how I didn't love that John Tavares was the captain of this team. Oh, shit. Um, Socle Blue, give me, uh, we the North, give me the six, give me the Toronto Maple Leafs. Dude, I would love nothing more if it's not the Capitals to see, see the Maple Leafs win. Um, we, we had spent some time in Toronto a few years ago and like, we didn't get to go to a Maple Leafs game because they actually weren't weren't home when we were up there. We went to a Senators game, um, but man, it's 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 a cool city. Uh, would absolutely, you know, Hockey Hall of Fame's there. Would absolutely love if uh, if the Maple Leafs could win. Um, they just have so much trouble. Like they get to the playoffs and they just like hit this roadblock. Um, I I like Calgary and Edmonton um, coming at, coming out of the West into the Western Conference Finals. Um, I, I like I like the maple. You know what? No, I'm I'm going to switch that up. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm actually going to go St. Louis. I think St. Louis is going to be. I think St. Louis is going to be the pride of their division. It's going to be St. Louis and Calgary in the West in the conference finals. Um, in the Eastern Conference Finals again because it's not. We're not. We're not taking our Capitals in here. Um. Give me, give me the Maple Leafs, and give me. God, I th- every team, every team. I'm, I am even thinking of saying I hate. <laughs> um, so let me find the one that I hate the least. I almost, I almost put the Florida Panthers in there. Oh, gross, gross! I can't let that happen. Um, and I didn't say that they were going. I, uh, I hate. I'm, I'm fuck Boston. I will never pick Boston. Um, I don't like Carolina, and I'm like looking at the Rangers because I feel like the Rangers, if they get in, like could could be one of those sh- shockers. But fuck the Rangers. Yeah. So give me Carolina. Give me Carolina versus Toronto in the East. The Blues and the Flames in the West. Um, sorry, Dad. Uh, I, I'm gonna go Flames out of the West. I'm gonna go Hurricanes out of the East. I just feel like the Toronto's they're gonna get close. They're finally gonna get a playoff win. But they're not going to get to the finals, and uh, give me the Calgary Flames uh, to win Lord Stanley's Cup if it is not the Washington Capitals, of course. So we both have a, a Canadian team winning the cup if it is not the boys in red, white, and blue. Absolutely. So for the it would be the first time since ninety two ninety three with the Montreal Canadiens. Um, that was the last Canadian uh, team to win the Stanley Cup. Now Canada has seen. A Stanley Cup champion crowned in the pandemic in Edmonton in 2020, of course, being the Tampa Bay Lightning, but not one of their own teams. Uh, Mike, if you have if you have anything else to add, feel free. Otherwise, let them know where they can follow you. Uh, we'll probably maybe do a couple check ins hockey wise throughout the season uh, here on the podcast. But obviously, a pleasure having you on. Yeah, appreciate uh, appreciate coming on. Appreciate uh, getting to sit down and talk some hockey for a little while. It's fun. You know, we're in the middle of uh, 
football season and basketball's kicking off and all that fun Baseball playoffs so, ready to happen. I know. So a uh, lot going on, but uh, we're getting ready to drop the puck. Should be a lot of fun coming up here uh, in the hockey season. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at they call me Burn. Uh, as Jim mentioned in the opening, uh, we are part of the Take the Wrestling Podcast. If you're a wrestling fan, you can follow Twitter there. Take the number three wrestling. Um, the uh, Sometimes I post on there. I'm really the only one that ever really gets on there. Joe, I don't know if he knows how to work Twitter. <laughs> um, and Ernest is a fucking toolbox, so fuck him. Um, see, this is, what, this is what happens when, like, friends invite friends on their show, Ernest. You know, they have good rapport. Unlike you. Oh, you know, basketball of runners. <laughs> All right, cool box, whatever you say. Uh, but yeah, other than that, guys, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun talking about uh, hockey. Can't wait for the season to start. Uh, I'm going to go watch the last six minutes of this fucking Sunday Night Football game. All right, Mike, pleasure having you on. You can always follow me at Big Jim Sports. But uh, really the key is make sure you are following the show. We are at Huddle Up Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can do that. Subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Again, 34 different designs. We have the uh, the NHL-styled logo over at our Public store. We got a Capitals-style one over there on our uh, Public store. So make sure you check that out. You can find the link to that and uh, everything else Huddle Up related uh, directly. Each of our social media pages, face- Facebook and Twitter, uh, you can find the link tree there and get everything you need Huddle Up related. Uh, and until uh, next time, we'll be back live uh, because this uh, I will get this episode out to begin the week. So we'll be live on Tuesday, October the 4th, our normal 8 o'clock Eastern time on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube live at 8 p.m. Eastern to uh, go back onto the gridiron and, and, and talk about all things football as we do each and every week. Uh, with uh, with Matt and EJ and Kyle, uh, so make sure you check that out. If you enjoy the show, share it with somebody uh, that you think might enjoy it as well, and uh, continue to spread the word, rate and review us. And uh, until next time, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the win. <laughs>